everybody, welcome back to Dollar Dollar Bills, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. I wanted to talk to you guys today because this episode will probably drop here mid-November of 2023, and I haven't done an episode like this, but it doesn't mean that I don't do this every year, and this is associated with whenever we talk about New Year's resolutions, when we talk about yearly goals, and really providing a bit of a retrospective for those goals before the year's over. So there's a couple of reasons why I like to do this. And again, I haven't shared my own retrospective on the podcast, even though, like I said, I do it every single year. And I think it's good to not only do it towards the end of the year, but to do it kind of periodically throughout the year in case things change or life happens to make sure you're kind of sticking to your goals. But I think it's really a nice way to look at how you're tracking Give yourself a lot of the benefit that you are tracking in a way that is positive. Hopefully you guys haven't completely fallen off the rails in terms of your goals for the year. I know some of us are more ambitious than others, so some goals just may not be feasibly attainable and some maybe you've made a good progress on but not the amount of progress that you wanted to make. But again, I think it's a good way to take a minute to see and to appreciate what you got done this year, what you've accomplished this year, what you still have to do to try to accomplish the rest you want to for the remainder of the year. And then it can also give you guys a good starting point for what you want the next year's goals or New Year's resolutions to look like. And so I just wanted to spend this episode kind of going through my retrospective out loud with you guys. And again, reflect back on what the original goals that we had, because I will say one of the things that was not explicitly written on my goal list, I think it's a little weird to write it down this way, but having Sophia, so having our daughter really, I would say threw me off a bit in some of my goals, both personally and professionally, but I do look at that and that milestone for us as a family and I give myself a little bit of grace when it comes to, did I get my business to where I want it to be? Did I take all the trips I wanted to take? And why maybe we weren't able to do all the things we wanted to do? And again, how that maybe will roll into what 2024 goals will look like because they definitely will be geared a bit more towards business growth and towards travel if I if I really want to pinpoint two topics that we want to focus on next year. So again, I'm just going to kind of roll through my 2023 goals, let you guys know kind of where I stand with those goals and if there are any actions that I'm taking right now to try and hit those goals fully by the end of the year or partially or mostly or whatever makes sense for us and for our particular needs. So the first one, and again, I break these up in specific ways. So I'll talk about my financial goals because of course that's the first thing on my list because finances and money is so important to me. So the first one is that we really wanted to save $30,000 in our emergency fund. I had put in my financial goals that I wanted that to be a monthly build, but when we started running the numbers and looking at some of our other financial goals, that goal will probably be taken from a bonus that my husband gets at the end of the year. So that goal is not 0% met, but probably 20% met because I've been putting a little bit of money 
into our emergency fund this year, but we're talking like $500 a month, not anywhere close to the $30,000 I wanted to have put into our emergency fund this year. And emergency fund is probably a bad terminology to use. It's really more like our long-term liquid savings. And that's just something that we want to kind of grow as we start looking further down the road into different things, one being retirement, another being what if something happens and one of us wants to take a sabbatical, which I'll talk about what that looks like or what that could look like for you guys. But, you know, I like to have a decent amount of, of liquid savings just to have that flexibility, you know, have it now, have it in the future and keep building that wealth. We'll cycle them through laddering CDs. And if you don't know what that means and want a deeper dive on that, message me. I probably won't do a whole podcast on it because I don't think it, it's really relevant for, or it's enough information for a whole podcast. But if you do want to know what that means, just shoot me a message and we can talk about it. So again, that goal is not really met, but we understand why. The next two was fund what we called our Podzilla, which I showed you guys a little glimpse of that. So we ended up finishing that. And to be honest with you, that one, I think like most projects went over budget. I think by like three times what I wanted in terms of the interior decorating and furnishing and all this. And then also we added a walkway outside. We added a lot of different things to it to kind of finish it off. But we were able to successfully fund that both with money coming in monthly and savings and kind of that combination. I also wanted to be able to successfully fund and finish up the new baby room. And that was the goal was to have that done before Sophia came. We had that done. And so that one's checked off the list. So both funding for Podzilla and funding for the new baby room, both done. The next one's a little interesting. It's what I wanted to do to, you know, I started and I opened a solo 401k through my new business because Aldo's, my husband's company does not have a 401k and clearly I don't either. It's it's all on me to kind of self-fund that for us. So because we had spent a little bit of time not funding anything towards the end of last year when I left my full-time job, I decided to open a solo 401k for us and I had a set amount of money a month that I wanted to put into that. I would say this goal is about 75% accomplished. There was one month that I didn't contribute and then there was another month that I contributed less than that 3,300 a month I was wanting to contribute. There's a couple of reasons for that. One is because there are income limitations with the employer contribution. I don't wanna get into the details of it, but basically I needed to kind of slow down the funding of that to make sure I wasn't overfunding it based on my income or the revenue that I'm bringing in for the company this year. And I'll get to that here quickly in a minute. So I would say that's 75%. And honestly, it's pretty much on track with what I was hoping to do for both of us this year. So I'm pretty happy with that. And then the last one for our financials, we're just keeping some of our other investments on track. We have been investing into REITs, investing into a series I bond until inflation kind of started to go the other direction. Then we stopped investing. And then also just general investments into a traditional brokerage account. So for this one, I would say I would round out the progress here to about 50% of the quote unquote other investments. We actually increased our investments on the REIT side. We here and there, we're investing $1,000 a month into our brokerage account, but I also kind of slowed that down a little bit with the money we were bringing in and what our take home looks like to make sure we weren't ever getting in a bad position. So hopefully we can start that back up consistently next year. And then, like I said, I, 
funded the Series I bond up until it didn't make sense to fund anymore. So the goal there would be to transition maybe to a 529 plan potentially or go back and fund our brokerage accounts or for Aldo, since he does not have a 401k, go back and fund a traditional IRA for him since he is beyond the income limits for a Roth IRA. So there's a few things that we still could do to remain pretty close to on track there. So again, I'll be tracking that separately, assessing that separately, and making sure that that we ultimately can, can get close to those goals because that's very meaningful over time for us. The next bucket was travel. And I think for the most part, we did pretty good on travel. The one thing that I would say we we actually scaled back on was we had this pre-baby or pre-baby number two trip that we wanted to go to Turks and Caicos. And we just could not find the time to do it between other trips, between doctor appointments, you know, between Hudson being in school and us working and Aldo taking a bunch of business trips. It just, we could not find a weekend or a portion of the week that we could get away and go. So we didn't end up doing that trip, but we did another trip, kind of a a small little staycation at Kalahari with us and Hudson. And it was fantastic. Hudson loved it. And, you know, so it helped us out because we had a certain budget allocated to that and we ended up spending much less than I had thought we would. We also had, I had a ski trip at the beginning of the year, so in January, that I ended up going to. Aldo had an unplanned ski trip that we ended up budgeting and figuring out the money situation for that for one of his friend's birthdays. So he went on that in March. We had our pre-baby trip in April and it was kind of coupled with my husband's birthday. And again, we went to Kalahari, so kind of a quick, long weekend. We wanted to allocate for an anniversary trip. Well, that was like a month and a half after Sophia was born. So we decided to just go out to dinner because no one had even taken care of her yet besides us. So that was our, you know, trip slash experience that ended up being much less than I budgeted for. My husband so graciously allowed me to do a staycation in downtown Austin where I was able to kind of go away for the night, stay somewhere by myself in a hotel, have a spa day. So we budgeted for that kind of spontaneously. We went on a beach trip with my family a couple months ago. And so again, we budgeted way more money than we actually spent on that trip. And then we're doing another kind of short, small getaway with our son in about a month just to give him some alone time with us now that Sophia's gonna be about seven months old and just to to have a little fun with him. So with all that being said, what I have started to do is I've budgeted for, like I, I keep mentioning, alluding to, I budget for the, each of these trips. I actually mark down what we actually spend on the trip. So right now, even though we've had a few extra trips in there, because we've really downsized a lot of the trips themselves and therefore the cost of the trips, we have an excess of about $3,200 that we quote unquote could spend this year on trips. So some of that will go towards this next staycation with Hudson, our son, and then we'll have a little bit left over. So from a trip standpoint, we did a lot of trips, but they were a lot of really local staycation domestic type trips. So next year we're hoping to get branch out a little bit more, get a little bit further out, maybe some bigger trips with both kids and maybe not. And we'll see, we'll see what we can do there. From a professional standpoint, this is where it gets a little dicey because I took roughly three months off from maternity leave. So we're, we're looking at about a nine month year where I had, you know, pretty big goals for myself. I did scale back a little bit because 
I knew I'd be taking some time off with Sophia, but I also didn't know that she would be a different baby than Hudson. And she basically just started at about six months sleeping, relatively speaking, through the night. So we haven't had a lot of good sleeping nights, which means I can't wake up early to work. We have also coordinated with our respective families to watch her, but they pick her up late. I pick her up early. So... I don't get a full eight hours a day to work. So that definitely has thrown off my ability to accomplish big things the rest of the year, so on and so forth. So there's things that I want to focus on, but there's also reasons why I wasn't quite able and I don't think I'll be quite able to hit my goals this year. And I think that's okay. I am trying to, again, give myself some grace, some breathing rooms, some room to really take care of my second child and not just work, work, work myself to the bone. So the first one was building my income to 120,000. That I thought was pretty feasible and we are not going to hit that goal. I'm really hoping right now, as it stands today, we can hit 100,000, so that's my new goal. So again, not terribly far off. It's not like we went from 120,000 to 10,000. So I'm still pretty happy and pretty proud of what I could do, especially again with taking some time off. But I will continue to kind of push forward. We're getting into the holidays, so it's also kind of a hard time of year. But pushing forward, trying to get some more clients, trying to work hard in some of my other consulting roles and make up some of that money, make up some of that traction towards the end of the year. One that I think I I tell you guys I put on my list every year that I still have yet to focus on because, like I said, I'm slightly delirious in the, um, the sleepless nights that we are still having is learning Spanish. It's really nice. My husband, for whatever reason, woke up one day when Sophia was a couple days old and decided that he wanted to just speak Spanish to her. So his almost like standard way of speaking to her is now more Spanish than less. And it's kind of nice because it rubs off and it continues on through how he speaks to Hudson. It makes me want to speak more Spanish. So, you know, I'm hoping that can at least give me maybe 10% of my, uh, of that goal accomplished this year. So I'm, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of him. And I hope we can keep the momentum there. The other thing was growing my client base to 10 clients. I have been slowly working my way up there. I started with, I think I ended the year actually with about three clients last year. So 10 is a a kind of a big jump, especially with the type of clients I'm looking for and the type of people that I want to work with. And again, I'm not quite there yet. I have probably four or five in the pipeline and I have six actively now, hopefully seven by the time this comes out. So we are working towards that 10. I'm still going to try and hit that 10, but I'm not going to kill myself because that is another area of my business where I want it to grow organically. I want it to grow and be a good fit for both parties. And I don't want to, you know, try and force anything. So that's my goal. Still kind of targeted to that number and hoping that we can get there by the end of the year. A couple of other things in what I consider a spiritual category one was getting Hudson baptized, and we, we did that. So we did that towards the beginning of, of the year in February. The second one that I did not even put on this list, but we are actually doing in the next week, is getting Sophia baptized. So I'm very excited. I'm proud. I'm happy that we're getting it done early in her life, and we're knocking it out, and we're able to kind of get both of them baptized within the same year. I think that's really amazing. So that is a huge, I think, milestone and check off my list 
from a spiritual standpoint, which is nice because I'm not hitting a lot of my other spiritual goals and you'll see why here in a minute. Working on my mental health and meditating once a day. So I tried to put very quantitative things onto this. One under working on my mental health was like trying to take off one Friday every month and that just did not happen. I never found the bandwidth to be able to do that. And so maybe next year I will be able to do that and I'll be able to kind of figure out all the moving parts that are happening in this new profession and figure out Sophia a bit more because again, she's still a bit young. We have a nice groove going with Hudson, but Sophia is still kind of a wild card. So I am hoping 2024, I can roll over some of my spiritual goals and fine tune them a little bit more and really actually bring them into my day-to-day life and my day-to-day routine. Those are the big categories I wanted to talk to you guys about. I'm sure you guys have all kinds of other goals, you know, maybe similar, maybe different. And soon I will talk to you guys about my 2024 goals because I will basically take this list and completely revamp it and see what makes sense. Again, I said I said before, 2024 is really going to be the year for me of focusing on my professional growth and development and then also traveling. I think we are so, we're itching to get back into travel and being able to get out there with both kids, without both kids, you know, however we have to do it. We're, we're really looking forward to that. And then we had a lot of things that we did this year. We had some house expansion. We had some family expansion. We had a lot of things that I didn't write down that we accomplished. And so... You know, again, I want you guys to take this time, take this exercise, take this episode to think back on your 2023 and really give yourself a pat on the back in terms of your accomplishments and what you've been able to do. Because sometimes, you know, you have hard times, you have hard years, you have hard months. I know with the change in our family dynamic, it's been a very challenging six months for us. So, you know, I'm really trying to take this time to think back and look at what I've accomplished, look at what we've done as a family, as a team, as myself professionally, how I'm able to, you know, keep things moving even through taking time off and being able to spend adequate amount of time with my family and my newborn and all of those things as well. So I really strongly advise you guys to take this time right now in November, maybe early December, to do a retrospective of the year see what went well, what didn't, and start using that for planning in 2024. All right, guys, that's it for today. As always, respect yourself by respecting your money. We'll talk soon. 